Hey guys, I am so excited to do this podcast. It's been something I've been thinking about for a while now because if you're new here, I've been doing a Mondays with Molly series on Instagram, on my Instagram stories for a while now, and I have really enjoyed doing it. I've been talking about, you know, different issues that we struggle with as women, um, cultural issues, and all of that from a biblical perspective. Well, I felt like I was outgrowing Instagram because, well, number one, I like to talk a lot, which, yeah, we all know that. But (laughs) number two, I just felt like I couldn't share enough in a short 15-second clip. I mean, I was doing so many different clips. And this way, y'all can hear more of the topic and we can get deeper in it together and kind of dig into it more. But also... You don't have to be sitting there watching me. And hey, this is an excuse that I don't have to look cute on Mondays. I can be in my sweats and y'all don't even know. But um, you can get things done around your house. You can listen to this while you're going to bed. Whatever it is, you can you can do. And I love that about podcasts. In fact, I have listened to podcasts for the last few years. Well, pretty much ever since I started cleaning houses for a living. I own my own house cleaning business and I clean houses three days a week and literally podcasts save my life because really there's only so much you can listen to of music and then it's like, okay, like I need brain stimulation. I need something to keep me going. So I listen to a lot of podcasts and really I contribute listening to podcasts to be a huge avenue for my growth and my relationship with the Lord because I've been able to listen to people that are just so much more mature and farther along in their faith and I've been able to learn from them while I'm doing my job so it's been pretty awesome now you know I'm not as far along in maturity as those other people that I listen to so we're going to be learning together as we study God's word and as we talk about topics that are just really applicable to our everyday things that I'm going through things that you're going through and I just hope that it can be an encourage us to us to us both because literally when I teach on something like I'm learning probably even more because I'm taking the time to study it and really think about how I can share it and as I learn how I can share it to you guys I learn how it relates to my life more in a deeper way so that's what this podcast is going to be all about so Today, for my first episode ever, my inaugural episode, I hope I said that word right, inaugural, <laughs> I don't know, that's a that's a heavy word, um, I wanted to talk about suffering today because it's something I've been going through recently, the last week or so, just had some stuff going on, and it's something that I know that each and every one of you can connect to because suffering is just a part of life. And if you're not in a time of suffering now, let's face it, like you're going to go through a time of suffering sooner than later. And so that's what I want to talk about today. And to start this off, I'm going to share with you a story that I think is so applicable to how we handle suffering and the right mindset we need to have when we're going through suffering. So my daughter, when she was about three years old, was spinning on an office chair at my parents' house. They watch my kids when I work. And she fell off. I guess she was spinning too fast. She fell off and hit her forehead on the like the leg of the chair. And so I got a call from my parents. Okay, I think you're going to need to take Emma to the ER. So I rush home from work and take Emma to the ER. And this is the first time I've ever done something like this. Like the first time I 
any of my kids ever got like hurt like this. So I didn't know how things went down, but I found out that they, with little kids like this, they wrap you in this blanket up really tight, like a little burrito. So your arms are in it and everything, because when they're doing stitches, like on your face, they cannot have you move at all or else they're going to mess it up. And of course they have to do like the shot where they numb you first and they have to get that in the right place. And this was on her, literally on her eyebrow. So you can imagine, ouch, painful because there's a bone right there. So they wrapped her up as a, like in a burrito. And I remember feeling so bad for her because ouch was so painful and having to be wrapped up is just kind of scary as a kid. Um, but it worked, and she got the stitches done, and we went to Dairy Queen afterwards, and she's all great now. Got a little scar there, but she'll have stories to tell later. So the reason I'm sharing this story is because as a kid, you got to get wrapped up in the burrito because what? The doctors are worried you're going to try to wiggle out or run away or whatever kids you know do when they don't want something painful. Well, as an adult, if you go and get stitches done, they're probably not going to wrap you up as a burrito. And that just made me think about suffering because in suffering, we can choose to either struggle against it and try to say, God, why is this happening to me? Like, I don't deserve this. Like, I don't get why this is happening. And we can struggle against it. Like a little child struggling in the burrito about to get stitches, or we can accept suffering Accept that it's a part of life and we can look at it as an opportunity to grow in our relationship with God. So as we choose to accept suffering, like how do we choose to accept it? That's what I want to talk about here. So I think the first thing we have to realize is that we have to stop thinking that God owes us happiness or really that God owes us anything. I was thinking about myself as I was dealing with some issues this last week and I realized that that was part of what was going on was I was thinking I don't like deserve this like why does this this is not the way things are supposed to be you know it's supposed to turn out the way I want things to turn out and I think so many of us can get caught in that trap but really God doesn't owe us anything and I want to share with you some scripture because this is going to be just so instrumental. I'm going to turn my Bible right now and helping us realize that suffering is just a part of life and it really is an even deeper part of being a Christian and being a follower of Christ. Now we follow Jesus, right? And if you look at Jesus's life, he came to earth to suffer for the purpose of saving us from sin and hell and death. So if the one we follow, the God we follow, came to earth to suffer, then how much more are we going to suffer? And how much more do we need to accept that suffering is a part of life? So I want to read Isaiah 53, uh, 1 through 3. And it's awesome when you read in the Old Testament prophecies of Jesus coming and just how amazingly clear it is. So this is a prophecy about Jesus coming. It says, he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. As one from whom men hid their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. And then I'm going to move on to verse 10. It says, yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief, him to grief, meaning Jesus to grief. When his soul, Jesus' soul makes an offering for guilt He shall see his offspring. He shall 
prolong his days, meaning prolong our days, giving us eternal life through his suffering. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. So this kind of all sums up what Jesus did. He suffered to give us life, to give us salvation. And so changing our perspective from why is this happening to me to realizing, no, this is a reality of life. And this is a deeper reality of following Jesus because, you know, it's not something that should catch us off guard, even though it often does. It really often does. Um, But it should be something that we realize is all throughout scripture that suffering is a part of life and walking with Jesus. The awesome thing is, though, that it doesn't just stop there with having to accept suffering. We can accept suffering knowing that the suffering has a purpose. And I really think that God loves us as children. And when you think about our kids, like a lot of times they have to suffer and they have to learn things the hard way. Like we can tell them, don't do this, don't do that. But sometimes they really have to learn by the hard way. And I think God knows that we're so hard, hard, I can't talk. We are so hard hearted and we so easily forget God. But when things are difficult, like that's when we really, I don't know, cry out to God and God's voice. We're just so much more in tune with listening to. And so I think that God knows Actually, I know. I know that God knows we need suffering. And I just want to say that again. God knows we need suffering to draw us to himself. When I look back and I think over my life these last four years of being a single parent and everything that I've gone through, it's been in this season that I have grown so much deeper in my relationship with God. And I've been able to just hear God's voice in a, in a deeper way. And my faith has been tested where I've had, you know, countless opportunities where I had to make a choice if I was going to trust God in the suffering, if I was going to accept what I was going through, or if I was going to choose to, you know, reject God. And I, and I think that's all part of the process where, you know, I think it's okay in suffering to say, why God, why is this happening to me? And there's so many times I've done that many times in the shower when I'm praying, like, and I'm just struggling with anger, frustration, and all of those emotions that come up when we're suffering. I've had so many moments like that. But then you have to come back around and accept that God has a purpose in this. And how do we accept that God has a purpose in it? Well, we have to believe and trust in who God is. And um, that comes with Well, I want to read you this because this is going to speak it much better than I would. So I'm reading from, I'm going to read to you guys from this Bible knowledge commentary I have. My dad got it for me. If you didn't know, my dad's a pastor and he has so much wisdom and he got me this commentary because I said I wanted to understand the Bible better. And so when I'm struggling with understanding something, I can open this up and it can help me um, just understand things better. So this was an awesome quote that... I'm going to read to you from James. Well, okay, it's in the commentary 
part of James. Um, so this is what it says about suffering. Ultimately, the key both to responding to trials and resisting temptation is to be found in one's reaction to God's word, receptivity to the word, responsiveness to the word, and resignation to the word are essential to spiritual growth. One must accept God's word, act on it, and abide by it. I thought that was an awesome quote because when I say we need to believe and trust in who God is, that ultimately comes through reading the word, filling our mind with God's truth. And as we fill our mind with God's truth and we pray, um, I think I really believe that we start believing it more because we let God speak to us through his word. And instead of filling our minds with um, just our own thoughts or things of the world, we're filling our mind with God's truth and it just plants deeper in our spirits. Um, I'm going to read to you guys another verse that I thought was super applicable. So here's the verse I want to read. It's Psalms 84:11. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. As we, you know, start trusting in God, we just have to believe in God's goodness. It doesn't mean that we have to understand why we're going through something, but it means that we believe who God is and we know who he is and that he's faithful and that he will take care of us. And the initial stepping off point of doing that is kind of like stepping off on the ledge, um, you know, off the ledge, jumping into whatever we'll say cliff jumping, which I'm afraid of heights. So that sounds terrifying to me, but I can do the spiritual cliff jumping, which is jumping off that cliff into trust in God. So that initial step of doing that is super hard, but the more we do it, the easier it becomes. Um, and so if you've never been in a spot where you've had to take that leap, it's going to be really, really scary at first. And I, and I think, you know, it'll continue to be scary, but I do believe it gets easier because as we put ourselves, you know, we jump off that cliff and we jump into God's arms and trusting him and whatever we're going through as we continue to do that. And God continues to be faithful and he continues to take care of us. And we continue to see like, wow, God, like this has been really hard, but you've, You've taken care of me. You have taught me so much and I wouldn't trade this for anything. Then it becomes easier because we can, when we're going through a new suffering, we can look back on that time before and say, wow, remember when I had that time of suffering and I said, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. And God took care of me and this happened and this happened. You know, we'll be able to remember that and look back on that. And I'm going to give you an example in my life there's been so many times where I have had to trust God when it's when it came to finances. As a single mom, I think any single mom out there, y'all are knowing what I'm saying. And finances is like the most one of the most stressful things. Um, and there's been so many times where I have just had to let go and be like, God, I don't know how I'm going to make it this month, but I'm going to trust that you'll provide. And I don't always do it well, to be honest. There's a lot of times where I have a lot of fear and frustration, but as I continue to go through that and I continue to have to trust God with my finances, I can look back and be like, God took care of me that time and that time. You know, there's been times where I got a check in the mail from somebody and it wasn't something I was expecting, didn't know it would happen. Or, you know, just countless things like, okay, I'm going to give you this other example of God providing and taking care of. I went to 
um, I guess this isn't totally connected with suffering, but it's just connected with learning to trust God. I went to the nature path and she was telling me that I need to avoid yeast. And one way you avoid yeast is not letting things sit out, food sit out too long. And so I was like, well, hmm, when I go to work, I don't put my stuff in like a cold bag with ice. I don't even have a lunchbox. So I guess I need to get one of those, but I, I didn't buy one. I borrowed Emma's my daughter Emma's little Hello Kitty lunchbox. I'm like, okay, I need to get something a little more grown up here. I used that one day for work. And when I went to one of the people I cleaned for, she was like, hey, I have these um, these little grocery like freezer bags. And I was wondering if you wanted them. She gave me three of these. like They're like grocery bags that zip up and that are insulated. And I was like, I needed this. Like, how did you know? Like, I needed this. And it was just like a little reminder that sounds small and insignificant, but a little reminder that God knows our needs. He knows what we need and he will come through to take care of us and give the strength for us to go through whatever we're going through. I was chatting. I just, this doesn't happen a lot, but once in a while I get to go out with, um, I get to go out with a friend for lunch or whatever. And I went out with my friend Megan just yesterday and we had a great time, but we were both sharing about things we were going through struggling with. And she said something to me and it just stuck with me. She said, my grandpa told me that just giving the example that if all of us put all of our problems in the center of a room, like say we're all sitting in a room together and all of us just like threw all of our problems in the center of the room, you would take your problem back. You know, you wouldn't trade it. And I thought, wow, that's so true. And I said to her, well, that's because God gives us the strength for what we have to go through. You know, he's not going to give you the strength for someone else's problem but he's going to give you the strength for your problem. You know, we can say to someone else, like, I just can't imagine what you're going through. And as my friend Megan and I were talking, our struggles are entirely completely different. I can't imagine going through what she's going through. She couldn't imagine what I'm going through. But that's because God gives us the strength that we need to go through what he's allowed us to go through. And we just have to trust in him. We have to trust in his faithfulness. I want to end all of this by sharing um, one more scripture verse that I think will really encourage you. It's in sec- it's Second uh, Corinthians four, um, eight. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed; perplexed, but not driven to despair; persecuted, but not forsaken; struck down, but not destroyed. So, in our suffering, we are not crushed. And this is I'm just kind of saying this from the scripture. In our suffering, we don't have to be taken to despair. In our suffering, we are not forsaken by God. In our suffering, in no way is our spirit and our soul destroyed. Because we have a Savior who loves us, who has already given us victory over hell and death through his son Jesus who suffered upon our behalf. And God allows suffering, like we've just been talking about, to draw us to himself. He doesn't owe us anything. He doesn't owe us happy, happiness, but he does. He does want his children to grow deeper. He does want his children to grow in maturity. He does want his children to get to know him better in a deeper way so that more people can come to know him through the lights that we shine in the midst of our suffering. So if you're going through a time of suffering right now, I just want to encourage you 
to cling to God's word, cling to God's truth and what he says and choosing to believe that and choosing to take that leap of faith to say, God, I trust you, even though I just don't get why this is going on and choosing to no longer struggle against it, but saying, God, what's this? What do you have for me in this time to grow in? And how can I, as I grow, share what I've learned with others, with others who are maybe going through the exact same thing or will at some point go through the exact same thing? You know, I don't think I, I don't know. I know we all have a testimony um, no matter what our life story is. But for me, my my testimony and my ability to connect with other women radically changed when I became a single mom and everything that I've gone through in the last four years, it, it radically changed. No more did people see me as the person who had their life together, the pastor's daughter, the person who had the great marriage. They saw me as just a regular person who had their own, who has my own struggles, who's gone through some really tough stuff. And I see now that God is using it for his glory, for me to be able to encourage other women. And I know he has the same purpose for you. Maybe it's not in doing a podcast. Maybe it's not in speaking in front of people, but you just never know who God is going to place in your life. I want to just end all of this by sharing this interesting story that happened to me. Last summer, my kids were playing outside and um, we have neighbors that live up on the hill and they have little kids and they came down the hill to play with my kids and then their grandma came with them down the hill and I think they were picking blackberry bushes. So I decided to come outside and I started talking to the grandma and um, she told me that she just started sharing that her husband had died a few months before, I think, or maybe it was six months. I can't remember. Her husband had died, and in a very tragic way, he was hit by a train while in his car. He was hit by a train and obviously probably died instantly. And And we were just talking about that, and she said, you know, I, I've i been struggling. Uh, I said, are you going to church? And she said, no, not really. And um, I told her, you know, I've learned that, that um like when we're angry at God, we just need to cry out to God. And I was able to share that with her. And and I think she listened and took that to heart. And it's just crazy to me that this lady who, who is a widow, I was able to connect to, because even though I'm not a widow, I know what it's like being on my own and dealing with that. And so you just never know who God is going to use, um, how God is going to use you to encourage someone else in their own situation. And so Let's get outside of the box of just thinking that our suffering is just all about ourselves, but there's just so much a greater purpose in it, and God can see that. God can see the people that need to be reached through our stories. God can see where we need to grow. God can see the eternal purpose in all things, and so that's what I want to end with today. I hope this was an encouragement to you. I want to just end by praying because I know there's some of you that are listening that are really in a deep time of sorrow, and And I get that. I understand when you just feel like, could it get any worse? I mean, and and you're experiencing like a deep sorrow that you've never experienced before. And I've been there absolutely, completely feeling like it will never get better. I will never get through this time. And I will tell you, people told me, you will get better. There'll be better days ahead. And I didn't believe them, but I can guarantee you that there will be better days ahead. Because God's faithful and and he will take care of you just like he took care of me. So let me end with praying here. God in heaven, I just thank you for your love for us. I thank you, God, that you're a loving God, that you know our needs, that you are wise and all-knowing 
and know that we need to go deeper and that often we need that through through suffering and through trials but i thank you god that nothing that happens through uh, to us is is not filtered through your loving hands and god i just pray that we would suffer well that we would see this as an opportunity to not let satan have victory in drawing us away from you but that you god would have victory in our lives by drawing us closer to you and in turn sharing that encouragement that you give to us, to others, Lord, that we would, with the comfort you give us, comfort others in our sorrow. And I just thank you, God, that no matter what goes on in our life, you are faithful and just, and you will take care of us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks, guys, so much for listening. That's all I have today for my first episode. I just hope that this can be a great way for you to listen while you're doing something else, going to work um, in the evening when your kids are in bed or while you're driving or whatever it is. And that, you know, by having something like this to listen to, we can just all be surrounded more with God's truth because really what I'm sharing is just God's scripture. And then I'm interpreting it and sharing that with you. And, and that's really what's going to change our lives is God's scripture and his truth. So I hope you all have a great week and I will talk to y'all soon in my next episode. Bye guys.